job description of the Eide Kedushin, otherwise known as the Kedushin Witnesses. What must they do, and what must they witness? So the act of consecrating a woman known as Kedushin or Erison requires two halachically valid witnesses for it to be valid. In today's times, the Kedushin takes place under the canopy chuppah and is performed by the groom placing a ring on the finger of the bride upon him saying the words, It is this ceremony that must be witnessed by two valid witnesses in order for the matrimony to be valid and take a logic effect to consider the couple as married, in Ashish Ish. If valid witnesses do not witness the Kedushin, then the couple is not considered halachically married and it is as if two single people are living together. It's the purpose and job of the witnesses under the chuppah is to witness the kedushin take place between the chassan and kala, and in essence make the marriage come into effect. Accordingly, it's understood that the witnesses play the most important role in the entire wedding ceremony. Now, aside from witnessing the actual giving of the ring from the groom to the bride, there are additional matters that the witnesses are to see. Some initially, some even bedieved, and some just due to custom, and some, are under debate, and different cust communities follow different customs based on their Masadri Kedushin. The following lesson will go into all the detailed lists of matters that the witnesses should or must see as part of their job description of being an aide for the Kedushin. By all the matters that we will mention, it, must, it is to be witnessed by both witnesses, and if only one witness saw it, then the matter is to be brought to the attention of the Rav. Number one, the Ksuba. Must the Eide Kedushin also be the Eide Ksuba, or vice versa, must the Eide Ksuba be the same Eidim of the Kedushin? So everyone agrees that no matter what you do, it's valid, whether they are the same group of witnesses or a different group of witnesses. However, there's a debate in the Paiskim as to whether initially one should use the same witnesses for the Ksuba also for the Kedushin, or if one should initially specifically use different Eidim for the and Kedushin. And practically, there is no set arbitration in this matter, and therefore the decision is to be left to the Masada Kedushin and the families of the Chassan and Kala. Badekene. There is no requirement for the witnesses of the Kedushin to be present by the Badekene. However, due to a stringency, some are accustomed to do so, for reasons that we will explain next. Seeing the face of the Kala. There is a debate amongst the Paiskim as to whether it is necessary for the witnesses of the Kedushin to see the identity of the Kala who is being married by seeing her face. Practically, the custom is to be lenient in this and have the face of the bride covered by a veil throughout the ceremony. However, as a stringency, some are accustomed to have the Eide Kedushin see the face of the Kala when the veil is lifted for her to drink the wine after Bichas Eirusin. Others are accustomed to have the witnesses of the Kedushin witness the Badekening in order so they can see the bride's face before it is covered with the veil. Once again, this is not a requirement. The Masada Kedushin should direct the Eidim as to what he wants them to do. Standing next to each other, so upon being called up, the two witnesses are to stand adjacent to each other and know with which person they will be witnessing the Kedushin with. Repenting, Shuva. The Paiskim write that it is proper, prior to the witnesses witnessing the Kedushin, for them to repent for any sins that they have done, which may invalidate them as witnesses. However, practically, the wider, widespread custom is not to be particular to do so. However, certainly, doing Shuva any time of the year is praiseworthy, especially now. Making sure that the ring belongs to the Chassan and is the wor worth the value of a Pruta. So the Kedushin ring must belong to the groom and must be the value of a Pruta. 
Accordingly, the two witnesses, or the Masada Kedushan and Nir's reach of the witnesses, is to verify that the ring indeed belongs to the Chassan, and not to his parents or friends who bought it for him. If indeed that's the case that they bought it for him, then the Chassan is to make a Kenyan through lifting it up three Tvachim. Likewise, it must be verified that it is the value of a pruta. Accordingly, writes the Ramah, the witnesses are to be shown the ring and be asked if it is the value of a pruta and respond that it is indeed worth a pruta. The recital of the words hareat mikudeshesli, etc. It's necessary for both witnesses not just to see the placing of the ring by the groom onto the finger of the bride, as we will explain next, but furthermore, for them to also hear the recital of the words hareat mikudeshesli, which is said by the chassan. Accordingly, the chassan is to be instructed to say the words loudly and clearly, and when saying word after word from the Masada Kedushin, they are not to cut each other off, or cut into each other's words. In the event that one or both witnesses did not hear it being said for whatever reason, then the Masada Kedushin is to be promptly informed. The chassan placing the ring on the finger of the bride. The Ramah writes in the Shulchan Aruch that it's necessary for both witnesses to see the placing of the ring by the groom onto the finger of the bride. For this reason, all individuals are to be cleared from between the witnesses and the groom and bride in order so they see each other and have a direct view of each other. Especially the photographer is to be warned not to come in between them for the sake of, a pi of picture taking, which could potentially block their view in the process. In the event that one or both witnesses had their view blocked and couldn't see the placing of the ring onto the finger, the Masada Kedushin is to be promptly informed. Giving the Ksuba to the bride. It is disputed amongst the Paiskim as to whether it is necessary for the Aedim to see, or any Aedim to see, the Ksuba being handed to the Kala. Now, while the widespread custom is not to be particular in this, practically, since the Aedim of Kedushin are already there anyways by the podium, they should try to see the Ksuba being handed to the Kala and hence follow all opinions. And so is the custom of many Misandri Kedushin. The Yichud Room. According to Ashkenazi custom, which Yichud takes place between the couple after the Chuppah, in order to perform the final step of Nesuin, both witnesses are to see the groom and bride enter the Yichud Room and the groom and bride are to remain there secluded together for some time without anyone else in the room. The witnesses are to remain outside the yichud room for some time. While from the letter of the law it suffices for them to remain there even a moment, the custom is initially to remain there for eight minutes and at the very least for five minutes, making sure that no one enters. The witnesses should make sure that there is no one else in the room upon the door being closed by the chassan and kala and preferably should be locked. They should also make sure that all curtains, windows, and doors are closed in order for the yichud to be complete. Now, in the event of a chuppah snidah, the job of the witnesses concludes at the conclusion of the chuppah, and there's no need for them to walk to the yichud room with the bride and groom, who indeed are prohibited from having yichud. However, if the witnesses are wanted to stand outside the room in order to break the yichud so the matter of chuppah snidah is not publicized, then they are to do so. So to summarize, from the beginning to end, there is no requirement for the Eide Kedushin to see the Badekening, although some are stringent to do so. Some are accustomed to have the two witnesses see the face of the Kala when the veil is raised, upon her drinking the wine after Birchas Eirsen. This is not a requirement, and is not the standard custom of all. The two witnesses are to stand next to each other, and know who their other witness is. It's proper for them to do tshuva beforehand, even though if they didn't, everything remains valid. They are to make sure to hear Masada Kedushin state that the Kedushin ring indeed belongs to the Hassan and that it is worth a pruta. And when asked the question, they are to say that it is. The most important part of their job, they are to hear clearly each word of Harayat Mikudeshesli being said by the Hassan, and are to see the entire process of the placing of the ring by the Hassan onto the finger of the Kala. It is then a good custom for them to witness the Ksuba being handed to the hands of the Kala. 
and with exception to a chupas nida, they are then to go ahead after the wedding, after the chuppah is over, and walk to the yichud room in order to witness the chassan and kala secluding themselves inside, and they are to remain outside for what is customary approximately eight minutes, and at the very least, five minutes. To view the sources behind the above-mentioned directives, please refer to our corresponding article in each corresponding footnote. Likewise, regarding the Labadievit, if the witnesses did not witness one of the above steps, please refer to there as to various opinions on the matter. Thank you for listening to shulhanarcharav.com. Our free services of making Torah knowledge available to the public depends on donors like you. Please help us continue our work through making even a small contribution at shulhanarcharav.com under the daily halacha dedication section or in the subscription page. Also, check out our online courses and many safarim available for purchase that will both enhance your Torah knowledge and help support our work.